0: to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday, July 17th. I'm Shannon, and I am here with pretty much the whole Book Bistro crew, (laughs) Daisy, Sarah, Min, Kristen, Amber, Brooke, and Natalia, and we are here to talk about some of our most anticipated books for the month of August, and although Kristen and Min recorded an episode um, a couple of weeks ago, it has not aired yet, so this will be people's first introduction to our newest people and we will air the other episode that they
1: recorded pretty soon
0: so there were a ton of books coming out in august and it was very very hard to narrow it down but we sort of did we have 24 count them 24 books to talk to you about (laughs) this week (laughs) it's a lot So we are going to get started here in a moment, but before we do that, I have the usual housekeeping information. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Book Bistro Podcast. If you're on Facebook, you can like the page and follow it. You can also join our Facebook listener group where we chat about books. Um, Most of us are there as well as some of the podcast listeners, so definitely check that out. On Twitter, you can get a hold of us there either by tweeting at us or sending a direct message, or you can, of course, send an email, and that address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. All right, so Amber is going to start us off. I will go next, followed by Sarah, Min, Brooke, Stacy, Kristen, and of course, Natalia, will be last. (laughs) Because that's how it has to be. She always wants to go last.
1: Yes. All right, Amber, are you ready? I am ready. So August 6th is a really big book day for me because two of the three of mine come out on August 6th. This first one does. It is called The House of Salt and Stars. And it is by Erin A. Craig. And it comes out on August 6th. And this book kind of looks like a fairy tale retelling in a way. So Anna Lee is one of 12 sisters who lives in a manor by the sea um, with her father and her stepmother, and they live in its a very isolated manor, but tragedy has struck the household and four of the 12 sisters have died recently, and each death has been more gruesome than the last. Oh, one geez. died by plague, one died by drowning. It's, it hasn't been a good situation. So Anna Lee is starting to have vis- ghostly visions, and <clears throat> her sisters are leaving the manor at night to, you know, they're getting dressed up in ball gowns and sparkly stuff, and they're getting... They're going dancing, but Anna Lee doesn't know with whom they are dancing and whether or not she should go. So are they dancing with real people? Are they dancing with demons? Nobody knows. Um, So Anna Lee has to decide how she's going to handle this situation. And then there is also a mystery with a man that she has become involved with. So it kind of sounds like a ghost story. It kind of sounds like a little bit of a fairy tale. Uh, so I'm very excited about that one. And that book is The House of Salt and Stars by Erin A. Craig. And that comes out on August 6th.
2: That sounds so interesting. It's like *The 12 like-
1: dancing princesses. Yeah, I was just, just going to say that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so I'm very excited.
0: All right. So my first pick has no death, at least not that I know of. <laughs> Um, no one ties gruesomely, which is, which is okay. So this is The Reckless Oath We Made by Bryn Greenwood. And I fell in love with Greenwood's writing back, I don't know, a couple of years ago when I read All the Ugly and Wonderful Things. So I'm super excited about this one, but this is about a woman named Z. And there's a lot going on for Z that's bad. So even though no one is dying, um, she has a lot of things that she's worried about. Um, Her her sister is pretty gullible, and she has some pretty bad situations, something to do with her young son that happens that she really is hoping that Z can fix for her. Um, Her mother is not doing well physically. There's just a lot going on. But there's someone in the shadows kind of looking out for Z. And his name is Gentry. He is an autistic man who dresses like a knight. Um, He has armor. He has a sword. I believe he has like a crest. And he believes that it is his duty to protect Z. So when someone close to Z is abducted, the only person she can think to turn to is Gentry. So this is, I'm guessing, kind of a contemporary romance with a little bit of suspense thrown in as they try to find this person that has been abducted. Um, If it's anything like All the Ugly and Wonderful Things, it will be dark and disturbing. Um, But it, I don't know, I couldn't (laughs) look away from All the Ugly and Wonderful Things, and I'm hoping to feel the same about this. So this is The Reckless Oath We Made by Bryn Greenwood. And it comes out on August twentieth.
3: I definitely want to read this book.
0: Me too. And I don't like suspense. Have you read her other one, Brooke? Um, not yet.
3: (sighs) I didn't actually realize she read that she yeah, wrote any other books.
0: So I'll have to
2: check
3: that check that.
2: Who would like to talk about Paris? Because I would. I love anything Paris is cool. That has to do with Paris and French. And um, my first book, I'm surprised I didn't have to like arm wrestle or thumb wrestle, my twin, to talk about because it is a dual timeline book. It takes place partially during World War II and partially now, and it takes place in Paris. So I'm really surprised she didn't beat me up to talk about this book. But it is called All the Flowers in Paris, and it's by Sarah Gio, and it is coming out on August 13th. And it's about a young woman named Caroline who wakes up in Paris with no memory of her life, Prior to when she wakes up. And she's living in this big, beautiful apartment. And there's nothing in the apartment to give her a clue about who she is or what her life was like. But she finds these letters from a young woman named Celine, who is a mom during, or I guess it says a mother, during World War II, a young mother. And um, she is trying to care for her family. And also,
1: Care,
2: she wonders where her lover is. Um, so she's living in like Nazi-occupied Paris during World War II, and Caroline is living in this beautiful apartment in, in, in the present. And Caroline starts to realize that maybe their stories are a little more parallel than what we think, and there are secrets to be revealed, and it's in Paris. So what could be more beautiful than that? Um, That's all I know about the book, but I'm super excited to try it. Um, The book, again, is called All the Flowers in Paris. It's by Sarah Gio, and it's coming out on August 13th, and I will be reading it. Yes.
4: Yay. So the first book that I'm going to be talking about is coming out on August 22nd. Um, I guess I'll talk about my books in chronological order as they come out. So this one is – called Rise Against by Haley Edwards, and it's the fourth installment in her Foundling series. I'm so excited for this one, and I feel like a bad fan because Shannon actually had to tell me about this book <laughs> coming out, um, and so Haley Edwards is an urban fantasy um, author, and she is definitely one of my favorites. She's like up there. She writes really fresh, really engaging stories that's not kind of like your normal vampires and werewolves um, urban fantasy. So this series focuses on Luz Boudreaux, who was found by a police officer in um, the town of Canton, Mississippi. So it's set in the south kind of like in the bayou area and um he found her in a swamp and she was kind of like a wild child um with these strange markings so you know in the first book um which is called bayou born we're kind of like introduced to her and to her like family and her circumstance and um, you kind of figure out her backstory and where she came from, and I don't want to ruin it because it really is um, different, like, this whole series, like, it's nothing like I've ever read before in urban fantasy, um, so I'm really excited for this fourth one, and it sounds like it's going to get even more apocalyptic, so bad things Ooh. are going to be happening, Um and it's kind of like a life and death situation. And there's going to be uh, like family members from kind of like Lucy's paranormal side that's going to come and try to like kill her and Ooh.
5: stuff. So
4: I'm, I'm really excited for it. Sounds good. And it's coming out on August 22nd and it's called Rise Against. So the first book I'm going to talk about tonight
3: is The Last Widow, Will Trent, number nine, by Karen Slaughter. And I've been waiting for this book for a very long time. So when I looked back and when I had last read this series, it was back in 2016. So when I saw that this book was coming out soon, I actually reread the whole series. So that way I'm ready for this book. Yes. So in this book we get to hang out with will trent who is an agent for the georgia bureau of investigation and his girlfriend slash hopefully gonna be someday, fiance um sarah linton Linton, who is a medical examiner in this book a person is kidnapped at a mall and they are a scientist for the centers for the CDC centers for disease disease I I have to like remember what it stood for so um so they're a a scientist for the center for disease control and the people are very like investigators are very worried about this doctor because this doctor knows a lot so they need to get him or her back. It doesn't actually say on synopsis if it's the him or her. So about a month later, after this kidnapping, there is two explosions. One happens and then another one happens seconds later. And it's in a really important neighborhood of Atlanta. It's where the FBI, the CDC, um, a very important university, as well as two major hospitals, are located. So it's a pretty busy area. Will and Sarah, they run to the series, the, the scene, not the series. So Sarah and De Will, they run to the scene because they know that they're going to have to start investigating. Um, and while investigating, Sarah gets taken by what well, the assailant. And this gets Will really, really nervous. So he goes undercover to not only rescue Sarah, but also to try and stop the massacre that's happening. And that's really all that the synopsis really gives me. So I'm looking forward to this book, and I really hope others are. So it is The Last Widow, Will Trent, number nine, by Karen Slaughter. And it comes out on August
4: 20th. Is this a mystery? Yes. Yes.
3: Okay. Like mystery thriller, kind of. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Isn't this an an offshoot of another series? Grant County. Yeah,
3: it's a Grant County series. Oh, okay. Grant County. So that you know Sarah Linton better, I would read the Grant County series first and then read this series.
1: Okay.
0: Beautiful.
2: So, Color Us Shocked, my first book is going to be. (gasps) (laughs) <gasps> <laughs> Blood Truth by J.R. Are- Ward. Oh, my gosh. Who's surprised?
0: <laughs>
2: Nobody in the world. So this No is one, one is surprised. Of- I know. So this is actually a book that I did not think I was going to care about because, you know, it's one of the Black Dagger legacy <laughs> books. and But the thing that I – I was not very connected to the hero, Boone. Um, whenever I think of Boone, I think of this guy from – Oh, my gosh. Is it Blood Kiss? Is that the first one in the Black Dagger Legacy? With Paradise. And the first time we see him, he's just sort of, like, flipping himself about, like, on a, like, a pommel horse, like a, um, what's the gymnastic term? Oh, my gosh. Uh, And he's just, like, he's showing off, like, on this horse, like, doing, like, you know, moves, like, leaping over this (laughs) like (laughs)
0: acrobatic thing
2: acrobatic yes and I was just like oh bleh and I didn't care about him but then all of a sudden um, in the savior he sort of comes into his own and um, becomes somebody who I really want to know more about so in blood truth when we pick up with him um, his his father has just died um, in a fairly dramatic way so please read the savior if you want to know how and why and so he's kind of been sidelined from the action. He's been fighting with the Brotherhood, but you know because of what's happened with his father, he's being sidelined for the moment. And so in the meantime, he's like, oh my god! But there's also this serial killer who is targeting um, females of the species. So Boone ends up teaming up with Butch O'Neill, who is my one of my favorite brothers of all time. And the two of them work together to figure out like what is going on. So Boone is going to team up with Butch O'Neill, one of my favorite brothers of all time to kind of figure out what is happening at this club with the serial killer who is targeting women of the f- females of the species. And then we have a female and I, I'm worried that I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. Her name is Helene, Elaine, Helene. And her sister was killed at a club. And she is just dreaming of vengeance, and, and she wants to know what happened to her, and so the two of them shall meet, and so I think this book is going to be epic. And this is Blood Truth, Black Dagger Legacy Book Four by Jara Ward, and it's coming out on August thirteenth. So please do not just just don't talk to me on that day because I will not be responsive. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, no,
0: we can't like have a good. I know. Chat.
2: No chatting. No. no ch- <laughs> <laughs> No. So, yes as always you know it's 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 a red leather it's a red letter day whenever there's a jr Award book that comes out so i'm excited yes. about this one
5: my first book today is called tidelands and it is by uh philip philip philippa gregory mm-hmm. um but it's called it the series is called the fair mile and this is book one Um, This takes place in 1648 um, in England uh, when they're uh, mixed up in the Civil War. Alina. Um, um, But she's, uh, yeah, she's the heroine and she's in in, an abusive relationship. And she is waiting in a graveyard one night for a ghost um, that she is hoping can save her from Um, help her get out of this abusive relationship with her husband, but she meets a very not ghosty person who's very much alive um, and begins to guide him across the, the marshlands. And, um, but she's also kind of creating danger for herself and she doesn't know it. And so I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to this because I love Um, a book where there's a strong female character that comes from nothing. Um, And it it does say that this, she's, she comes from poverty, Um, but she's, you know, she's making, she makes a way for herself and she comes into her own Um, and she's, you know, there's this potential for romance and there's danger. Um, I just love the strong heroine books and I love books that are, that take place in England in you know historical periods because that's um you know when women aren't doing the traditional woman things of their time period I love love I love seeing a woman step out of that zone and become something more and show that women are worth more than just pretty ball gowns and housewives And once again, let's see, that is called Tideland's The Fair Mile Number 1 by, I think it's Philippa, Philippa Gregory.
6: So the first book I'm going to talk about is by K.A. Tucker, and she's an author that comes out with a lot of different kinds of books. She's done a thriller, which is interesting. I never knew where that was going. She does romances. But this book is called Say You Love," "Say You Still Love Me. It comes out August 6th. August 6th is like the best release date. I know, it's huge. Everything is coming out on August 6th. So this book is about Piper Calloway. And, you know, I wish I was her, man. She works for her father. She's the vice president of her father's multi-million dollar company. So she works hard, you know. And, and no, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. She works hard because it's a male... I don't know what the father's company runs, but it seems to be a male-dominated industry. And she's a woman, and she's holding a high position, so she has to fight really hard all the time. And she lives in a penthouse with her two BFFs, which I think is so cool. And on top of that, her ex-fiance also works at the company, and she has to see his face every day, which would be terrible and here when i was reading this i was thinking oh maybe this is you know a second chance romance with the ex-fiance which i usually like those kinds of things but no it turns out this other guy from her past the first love of her life comes back into her life and she feels like uh this guy whose name is kyle is here for some kind of reason And she feels that he hasn't stopped loving her and she wants him to confess this. And she's willing to do anything for her second chance with him. And this is not her ex-fiancé. This is a different guy. So I'm very interested to know why she has an ex-fiancé. What happened between her and the other guy? The only thing they tell us is that they used to be counselors together. So this is probably something that happened in college. Like counselors for a summer camp for kids. But I'm, I'm very, very interested. If there's anybody who knows how to write a romance that you, you know, the summary will sound like typical and then you'll read it and you're like, oh, wait, that's, so that's where this is going? No, and, and you don't know where it's going. It's kind of, you know, yeah, you, you get your romance, all your romantic elements, but it might, you know, the person might not end up with the person you think or, you know, different things will happen. So I'm interested in it. So this is Say You Still Love Me by K.A. Tucker coming out August 6th.
1: Uh, so my second book, I would have arm wrestled for anyone else who wanted it. Um, and this book is A Better Man. And that's uh, Armand, Armand Gamache, number 15, by Louise Penny. And it comes out on August 27th. Armand Gamache is my book husband. We're not talking boyfriend here. We are talking <laughs> And um, friends are a little disturbed by how uh, close we are, but to confess my sins, I've only read up to book four. So, sorry, Armand, I'm a little behind the times, but, you know, it's it's fine. So Armand Gamache and his team um, are murder investigators in the city of Montreal, but most of the murders take place in a small town in Quebec called uh, Three Pines. And I have followed the author on Facebook for many years. Um, and it's really interesting to see her writing process for each book. Um, so Armand Gamache is the chief inspector for um, basically the murder division of the the Quebec police. and these books are really interesting because not only does it show like his professional development, but it shows his personal development too. And it, it, they get darker kind of as the series goes on. So the first book was kind of light, but not really. Like there was always kind of this sense of like things not being right. But as you know, you go through the series, the books just get darker and darker. So in the 15th installment, A Better Man, um, Armand is dealing with uh, quite a bit of backlash and uh, public scrutiny from previous cases. He's getting a lot of negative publicity, like in the press, on social media, all that stuff. And a man contacts him and says his daughter is missing, and he needs help to find her. Um, so, this Armand is not did- a Sarah story. No, no. So Armand and his team work, you know, to try and find the girl because Armand actually has a daughter himself, so he feels really kind of drawn to this case. Um, and there comes a point in the book at w- in which he knows he should stop investigating, because, you know, it, it, this synopsis doesn't really say why, but he knows he should stop investigating, and he won't do it. He's, he's just gonna see this thing out to the bitter end, and, you know, as things you know, escalate throughout the case, like the publicity gets worse and worse. And he basically has to decide if this woman or this girl is findable um, and not get too personally involved, which sometimes he finds hard to do. So I'm very excited about this book when I do actually get to read it. Uh, And that is A Better Man, Armand Gamache, number 15 by Louise Penny. And that comes out on August 27th.
0: So my next pick could either be really, really good or ever so terrible. Um, I I can't decide which yet. I guess I won't until I read it. But this is The Understudy, and it is by four authors. Claire McIntosh, B.A. Paris, Sophie Hanna, and Holly Brown. And I've heard of like two authors teaming up to write a mystery. I've never heard of four, so I'm not sure how this will be. But these are all very good authors. Um, I love Claire McIntosh. And B.A. Paris has written some amazing things as well. Um, I've read one Holly Brown book that I enjoyed, and I need to pick up Sophie Hannah, but I've heard some great things about her. So this is being released by a company called Serial Box and it's being billed as Netflix for books. So I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of books coming out like in episodes, but we'll see. But the premise of this is there are four mothers. Their daughters are all best friends and they attend a performing arts academy. Apparently a year before the story opens, these girls had kind of a falling out but were able to mend fences and kind of pick up their friendship. But the mothers have found it a little more difficult to fit in, to fit back together. But you're going to have to because a new girl comes into the school and her presence sets in motion this whole chain of like chaotic events that could lead to some really terrible things. So I don't know. I'm interested to check this out. Um, I'm hoping that it veers toward like the side of being very good and not very terrible so it's The Understudy and it's by Claire McIntosh, B.A. Paris, Holly Brown and Sophie Hanna and it comes out on August 22nd
4: it sounds like Pretty Little Liars except with the mothers <laughs> yeah, yeah, except maybe like More adult for the mothers. Yes.
3: I've bookmarked it as one to read so I'm really hoping it turns out to be a good one.
1: Yeah I do too. And I really like serial novels actually. Um, Do you? Yeah Stephen King did one The Green Mile. The Green Mile Um, yes. In like the late 90s and I love like think I don't know I'm conflicted because I actually read it after all the parts were out which was good for me um, because then I, I, I don't do very well with delayed gratification right that's me what either about. like so, if you have to
0: wait for all these episodes to come right. like i don't know how that'll be so yeah we'll see oh,
1: exactly
2: can i just say the title of my next book with a very dramatic british accent it's
3: called the, the first sure. it's called the first girl child <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't you just have to say like you can't just go my next book is called the first girl child you know, because if you're from Ohio, then you you would say, like, the first girl child, which would sound awful. So you have to go, oh, it's called the first girl child. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's written by Amy Harmon, who is one of my faves. And it is coming out on August 20th. And the synopsis was a little um, sparse, but this is what I know. So, and I apologize, I am not going to even – attempt to say their names because this is like a fantasy kingdom and the names are very creative and I have no idea. So there is the um, bastard son of um, a very unkind man and a woman, his mother, who with her dying breath curses the kingdom to not have any more daughters. Oh. So oh, wow. that could be a problem. Yeah. But – This unloved bastard child is raised by this group of people, and he has superhuman strength, but fortunately, the heart of a human beats within his breast. (laughs) (laughs) And his heart beats for one person, a girl, a girl child, the first girl child, a daughter born the first one born in a couple of decades. So I hope he's not like 60 and she's like 20. Cause that would be strange, but would not he, be- no, but he, I mean, I'm sure it works for some people, but it wouldn't work in my book. And he um, protects her and watches over her. And basically with their love and their, um, their friendship, um, it kind of starts to change things in the kingdom but there's going to be a lot of strife and a lot of stress. And that's really all I know about The First Girl Child. And it comes out on August 20th, and it's by Amy Harmon. So the only thing I can tell you is Amy Harmon <clears throat> wrote it or is writing it or is publishing it, so it's going to be quite fabulous, I would think.
4: So the next book that I'm talking about is called Rage, and it's the second book in a storm heart series by Cora Carmack. Um, So the first book in this series is called Roar and I picked it up because so Cora Carmack started or began her career writing new adult romance novels and that's how I got introduced to her was through her like Rusk University series Um, and I enjoyed them but this one was completely different, so I don't I don't even know how to categorize the uh, categorize this book. It's like fantasy. It's it's in like a fantasy land, um, but I wouldn't call it like epic fantasy or anything like that. It's the world building is good, but it's not complex enough for me to categorize as an epic fantasy. But it's we'll just call it young adult fantasy um and so the series follows princess aurora and she lives in this world where storms um kind of rule the way of life and the ruling people have um they're called like stormlings um they have the magic and the power to control these storms so that they don't destroy the kingdoms and so the people that have magic that have the power are in control and the regular people like the citizens kind of have to go along with that but princess aurora doesn't have any magic she was born into a stormling family um the queen her mother has power but she doesn't and it's kind of like a lie that she's has to live like her entire life like they've had to come up with stories and lies to kind of hide the fact that she doesn't have any power so in the first book um we kind of follow Aurora as she goes and tries to figure out kind of, like, this hidden world that she discovers um, that, you know, she kind of finds out that the life that she's been living is kind of a lie, Um, that Stormlings are not the only people with magic in this world um and so she kind of has to like grapple with that and i'm excited to read the second book because you know kind of like after from the synopsis it sounds like she's kind of joined the rebel movement to take back um kind of like the stormling power um to bring it to the people type of movement and she's using her knowledge of the palace and of the royal family to help with the fight um and i wasn't super like in love with the first book i think the writing was kind of sloppy in parts and it was just not the greatest but the world was intriguing enough for me to read the second book and give it you know a second chance and see if it gets better from there so this one is called rage Stormheart number two by cora carmack and it's coming out on august 27th
0: beautiful I like young adult fantasy. Me too. Sometimes I want to.
3: I want to like it. So, the next book I'm going to talk about is Hello Girls by Brittany Cavallaro, and it comes out on August 6th. So, this book is about two girls um, Winona Olson and I think it's Olsen, and um, Lucille Price. So these two girls, they meet one night when they're outside of a police station. So the two girls have come to the police station to potentially report their families. Each of them has their problems. So Winona is the daughter of a very famous weatherman named Stormy Olsen and he is a weatherman very... man named Stormy. <laughs> yep. That's Sorry. Right. I know, so so original. <laughs> so Stormy is very controlling and very abusive. So he um, controls Winona's weight by locking the, par- uh, the pantry. Sorry. He locks the pantry, um, and he also leaves bruises where nobody can find them. Meanwhile, <coughs> Lucille she um, she 's kind of the, she kind of takes care of from at least that 's what I kind of get the sense of from the synopsis she kind of takes care of her mother and brother who are both addicts as well as drug dealers
0: hey.
3: um, and she really wants to find out if there 's more to life than having your like your money stolen from your waitressing job. Um, or kind of getting out of the whole pattern of her family of no, kind of no, going nowhere in life. So these two girls, they meet one night, as I said, and they've kind of developed a friendship. And one night they decide that they really can't wait to graduation. So they really don't think that they can wait until they're 18 to get away from this town and get away from their families. So they decide that they're going to steal a car, like we all think that we should do. And (laughs) (laughs) they think that all they really need is uh, $3,000, at least that's the amount Um, that um, the synopsis gives us, and that they're going to head to Las Vegas. I'm not really sure why they pick Las Vegas, because... As far as I understand from the synopsis, they're not even 18, so I don't think you can gamble. So they're going to head <laughs> to Las Vegas in a stolen car with their $3,000, and I really don't know much more than that. They, From reading the reviews, they have compared it to um, the movie Thelma Louise. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so I actually have not seen this movie, so I couldn't tell you much about it. Or... You may
2: not want to watch the ending.
3: Okay. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> but that's not kind a good of ending. The comparison we get. So I'm kind of interested by this book, but at the same time, thinking that it could be really bad. So this book is Hello Girls, and it's by Brittany Cavalero, and it comes out on August
0: sixth. Kind of like books like where people are on the run, kind of. So. I don't know. We'll have to see. I want to know where they got the $3,000, though. So
2: So I begged to talk about this book. I think I discovered it, like, I don't even know, six months ago. And I said to Shannon, I called this book in August. I mean, after I called J.R. Ward. But um, so I really enjoy World War II books a lot, a lot, a lot, especially books that take place in France during World War II. Like, I'm obsessed with those books. So this book is The Winemaker's Wife by Kristen Harmel. Carmel, we and don't we don't know. But I love her anyway. I don't care if I can't say her name. <laughs> and this book comes out on August thirteenth, and it is about a young woman named Inez who um, marries a man named Michel in the Champagne region of France, northern France. Um, and he is, you know, once they're married, it's it's right before the um, right before World War Two. And he becomes obsessed with like hiding munitions and doing other things and kind of turns his back on his wife. And then he decides he's going to help the, um, the the Jewish wife of I think a chef that works for him and her name is something that I forget right now. I think it's Kaylin or something like that. And um, so basically there's this sort of love triangle between the two and this, this, this Jewish wife that he's hiding um, and then in, um, in present day, there's a young woman whose grandmother comes home and wants her to go to France with her to kind of um, work through this family history from years gone by. But um, what I love about this book is it takes place in the, the Champagne region of France. And it talks a lot about winemaking and World War II. and it's like right up my alley. So I'm very excited to read it. And that's kind of all I know about it. But it's called The Winemaker's Wife by Kristen Harmel. And it comes out on August 13th. I'm actually really
5: excited about this book. Um, it is called Crown of Coral and Pearl. And I say that very slowly because I've tripped over it several times. Ark, um, ark, 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 And... <laughs> you be nice um, so
2: <laughs> are you serious oh, right now you're bragging
0: again like you always do Jeez. yes if, I, she is the if worst. I always do then it would be terrible if I didn't No, no she's
2: the worst she acts like she's sweet and lovely and then she brags about these arcs that she has and it's really painful for the rest of us that's all I'm gonna say crown of coral and pearl and how dare she do this bragging thing. Just based on the name, I want to read it.
5: <laughs> Okay, so Crown of Coral and Pearl um, is the name of the book and the series um, by Mayor Rutherford. And it comes out on 827. This is another one of those uh, kind of mm, damsel in distress to a degree. Um, but the, the princes of a land called Iwara, I believe is how it's said, have, um, have always married the really, what they consider the prettiest girls of this village, uh, called Verenia. Um, I, I really don't like it when authors do names I can't pronounce. Anyway, um. So, this girl uh, Noor, she has always wanted to be chosen as the next princess. But she, as a young child, she is
1: um,
5: she is in an accident and has a scar that um, that diminishes her beauty. And so, it's pretty clear that her twin will be chosen as the next beautiful princess and one thing that caught my eye on this book is her twin sister name is Zadie and I love that name um and there's a backstory to that but I won't go (laughs) into it here um but so it they think that or she thinks that Zadie is going to be sent to be the the next princess well then Zadie he is in a very um, bad accident, and Nort is sent to Islora in her place. Um, once she gets there, though, she, she gets to know her betrothed, Prince Sar- Saracen. And he is this very cold-hearted, um, very closed-off person. And so she begins to get too close to his brother, uh, Talon and along the way she finds out about a failing bloodline royal bloodline a murdered queen and she has she has to figure out all of these different things that are going on to hopefully save the village that she is from because they're the Saracen is wanting to um, destroy her village and so she's she doesn't want that to happen. She loves her home. And even though she was very eager to leave it in the past to be the next princess, you know, she doesn't want people to destroy her home either. So I'm really looking forward to this because it, it has some of those strong. um, Women aspects and potential for love and. The betrothed who is probably not the best match. And I love those stories where it doesn't, what you think is supposed to happen isn't supposed to, or isn't going to happen. So once again, this is Crown of Coral and Pearl, um, Crown of Coral and Pearl series, book one by Mara Rutherford, and it comes out on 8-27-19, and I am very excited.
2: That looks good. I just felt that there's not like a good twin, bad twin sort
6: of vibe to it. So the next book I'm going to talk about is by Sandra Brown, who I will always talk about because she comes out in August. August yes. is my birthday month. So she's like my good luck author and one of my favorites of all time. And I'm looking forward to this thriller in particular because it's very interesting. And Yeah, they're all interesting in one way or the other, but this is cool. I've never seen this particular thing um so this is about a bad guy named Westing, right he's a serial bad killer guy. he's a bad guy yeah this is all about <laughs> him
4: he's okay. a serial
6: killer but his serial killing way is really strange he finds you know i guess he finds fake ids or gets fake ids and fake identities he woos a woman and he marries her then she disappears and he disappears never uh-huh. to be found again right and so you know and i imagine takes all her stuff and her family just doesn't understand what you know what's happening cuz he's this you know great man and this fbi agent his name is drexy and i hope i'm pronouncing it cuz what kind of name is that i'm sorry sandra but really <laughs> drexy it has been Fighting this cat and mouse game with this guy for years, trying to catch him, and he finally, finally, finally suspects that he's finding because that's the thing—they suspect who the person is, what the person's name is, Weston. That's what he was born as, but nobody really knows what he looks like, and so it's been really, really hard to catch him. He's been doing this for thirty years. Thirty
1: years. Thirty years.
6: Yep. How many people can you kill in 30 years? It's terrible. Well, lots of women. Um, but this FBI agent is young. He's been following him for, like, the, maybe the last 10. And just okay. hasn't caught up with him. Just gotten, you know, one step closer, one step closer. But it turns out that he has a lead. And so he moves into the house next door to the suspect that he thinks is him. Um, who's posing as, as, uh, as a neighbor. He's posing as, as the neighbor. And the suspect has married a girl that's much woman that's much younger than him, called Talia Schaefer. And he thinks that that Western that this guy's Western and this guy's going to kill her, right? But it gets even more complicated because he is really, really attracted to this chick. And so, of course, that's distracting. And I guess I'm sure if I know Sandra Brown, she's attracted to him too. So, you know, and and she's married. So, ooh, triangle.
0: Okay, I want this to come. Yeah, I'm
6: telling you. Like, now. As I said, it's been since, Snow- since Smokescreen came out, I haven't been looking forward to a thriller by her like this because I haven't really looked at the summaries. I just spy them and that's it. But, man, I want this now. So, this is Outfoxed by Sandra Brown. Comes out August
1: 6th. And please
6: buy it. And if you haven't read Sandra Brown, you have a couple of weeks to pick up some of her thrillers.
1: Oh, yes. Because they're, they're so all excellent. So good. Okay, so my last book for August that I'm really looking forward to, it comes out on August 6th as well. So the book is The Women of the Copper Country by Mary Doria Russell. And it comes out on August 6th. And those of you who listened to another podcast episode I did, Um, several months back, I believe it was, on historical fiction,
0: Mm -hmm. know that I talked
1: about Doc by Mary Doria Russell, and she has become one of my go-to authors, even though I've only read one book by her. So in this book, it is 1913, and we are in uh, Calumet, Michigan, and it is a copper mining town, and so all of the men and the boys... You know go into the copper mines and it's incredibly dangerous work and then the women you know work as maids or cleaners or whatever in you know the houses of like the mining officials and stuff like that so we meet annie and she basically is trying to get better working conditions and kind of take on the mining company in 1913 in michigan and you know if you've read anything about that portion of history There were a lot of, you know, union stuff going on. There was a lot of labor stuff going on. The mines did some pretty terrible things to their workers, you know, kind of all over the country. Um, And so Annie has decided that she is going to take on these, you know, uh, big business, basically. So, you know, as she does this, the town is kind of admiring, but they're kind of not. Like, you know, and her husband is freaking out a little bit because... You know, he thinks that they're going to get in trouble and all this stuff. So it's basically, you know, a book about what happens to her, what happens to the town, um, and then the consequences that she has to face doing that. And, you know, anything like Doc or any of her other stuff that I'm very excited to read, um, I will be very excited to read The Women of the Copper Country by Mary Russell. And it comes out on August 6th.
0: I need to read um,
1: some of her stuff. I
0: have A Thread of grease sitting here.
1: Yeah, and I've heard that's really good. That's World War II.
0: Yes. So my next pick also comes out on August 6th, because that's a great day for bookities. And my it's also by an author with the last name of Greenwood. So this is sort of complex and strange. This is Keeping Lucy, and this is by T. Greenwood, who used to write under her whole name of Tammy Greenwood, but for some reason that I don't really understand, she has decided to write only as her initial T. So I fell in love with her writing probably, I don't know, 12 years ago when I read Undressing the Moon. And it was this really deeply moving story um, that was transformative in a lot of ways. So I've been kind of keeping an eye on her her career and just what kind of things she's writing but this one looked right up my alley. So this is the story of a woman named Ginny and Ginny has married into a pretty powerful family and she's really excited when she learns that she's pregnant. She's ready to start a family and really you know she feels like she can be an adult like she'll be a wife and a mother and that'll be great but when the baby is born they realize that she has Down syndrome and this is 1969 And this is not great. Like her family, well, not so much her family, but her husband's family is really, really upset about this. And they don't want her to keep the baby. They want to have her go to an institution. Um, It's just not what they want. So her husband kind of gives in to the pressure of his family and he takes the baby to a place called (gasps) Willow Ridge. Oh, Oh, this is not a Sarah book. No. And <laughs> you find out that Willow Ridge is not a great place. I mean, not that any of us like didn't already know that, but it's not. And Lucy is there for two years. Oh, God. Until good friend comes to her with these articles, which are kind of like an expose on Willow Ridge. And once she reads about all these terrible things that take place in this institution, she realizes that she can't leave her daughter there. So she and her friend and her friend's six-year-old son go on a road trip to retrieve Lucy from Willow Ridge and then to do everything they can to keep her with her mother instead of being sent back to this terrible place by her father's really powerful, nasty family. So this, I think, is going to be a really difficult read, but... It looks really good as well, and I'm super excited for it. It's Keeping Lucy by T. Greenwood, and it comes out on August 6th.
3: I definitely want to read this book.
2: So this book um, by Susan Wiggs, which I'm going to talk about in a second, reminds me just by the name of some of the Emily Richards Shenandoah um, album books where she writes, and all of them have quilting Names in the title, and they oh, they're just so beautiful. But this book is called *The Oysterville Sewing Circle* by Susan Wiggs, who I adore. It's coming out on August 13th, and um, I must be really um, partial to the name Caroline today because um, <laughs> my the main character in this book is named Caroline, and um, according to the synopsis, she comes rolling back into Oysterville, Washington, at dawn. And Oysterville, Washington is right on the edge of the, um, let's quote the synopsis. Is it stormy Pacific or rolling Pacific? One of the two. Tumultuous. I can't remember. But she pulls into town and <laughs> <laughs> in her back seat of her car, she has two children, ages five and six. Um, they, I don't know why, but they were orphaned in a tragic event. And she is now the guardian. So Caroline left Oysterville, Washington 10 years ago to start a career in Manhattan, a fashion career, which has now imploded for some unknown dramatic reason. And she's returning home with these children, but um, the Oysterville of her memories is not necessarily the Oysterville that's happening now. And, um, Her aging parents are really, really wanting one of their children to take on the responsibility of their thriving seafood restaurant, but Caroline's siblings have complex lives of their own, which makes me excited because I have a feeling there'll be some sibling turmoil and like re, um, what's the word I want, re, 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 like maybe they've been estranged and they're going to re what's the word connect. Yeah. Reconnect. I or, I, it's not, it wasn't quite that word, but you know, like Caroline and her siblings may, um, may have drifted apart and now they're going to come back together. Hopefully I'm just, that's just my thought. Um, also coming into town is Will, who is a Navy SEAL And something has happened to him as well. We don't know what it is. But we know that when they were little, Caroline and Will were forever friends and could have been more. But Will ended up with Caroline's best friend, Sierra, the most beautiful girl in Oysterville. And Sierra is now back in town to do something with her modeling career as well. So her life is also on a precipice. It's it's at a turning point. And Caroline, as all of these things are happening, and she's trying to learn to be a guardian to these children and fit back in with her siblings and her parents, she finds solace at a sewing shop. And um, many of the other women in town come together to form a sewing circle where they kind of hash out all these issues. So it just sounds like the most absolute perfect, most fabulous book ever, and I cannot wait to read the Oysterville Sewing Circle by Susan Wiggs coming out August thirteenth,
0: that will be a book I will buy for one hundred percent sure. It got a really good plug from Lisa <laughs> Wingate. Oh, um, which I, I was glad about.
2: Oh, Susan Wiggs just fills my heart with joy. I haven't read the last one yet. Was it? I can't remember the name of it, but um, the, where the, the Amish one? Yes, and I haven't read it. I've got it. I've got it. I just haven't read it. I don't know I did
0: why. I didn't
4: love it. I liked it, but I didn't love it. it. That's what Stacy said. So for not my last book, I'm so, so, so thrilled to be talk- talking about Sapphire Flames by Alona Andrews. And it's the, uh, the fourth book in the Hidden Legacy series. And I just want to say thank you to Sarah for giving me... This book to talk about. She looks very gracious, and I, love I adore her, you. I love it's okay. <laughs> sure.
0: You love um, Sarah, or you love Alona Andrews?
2: Both. Alona Andrews. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um. So I don't even know what to say about this book. Just read it. Just read it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. So this fourth book is going to focus on Catalina Baylor who is the second sister in the Baylor family. So kind of like a recap on the first three books in the Hidden Legacy series. Um, They introduced us to this world so it's urban fantasy so um, it's based in Houston, Texas and it follows the Baylor family. Focusing on Nevada Baylor, who is a private investigator. And in this world, a people have magic. Um, and kind of like families have been formed around certain powers, and they're called houses. So I like to think of houses as really powerful corporations. Um, kind of compare them to corporations, and they are really wealthy, really powerful, influential. Um, and kind of like if you don't have magic, then you just you're just normal, and um, you're basically kind of like just have to work for these houses. So, in Kind of like the first three books, were, in, we're introduced to like the conflict where there's this hidden figure leading a conspiracy to kind of overthrow the status quo of the houses. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much because it's a really great series Um, and I'm looking forward to this fourth one because Catalina is going to be able to take center stage the stories about her and I've always been drawn to Catalina because I feel like you know I'm quiet um, and kind of like bookish and uh, so I've always been really like personally drawn to her and to kind of, like, have her be the main character in her own story, and, um, you know, there was a short story that came out last November that featured her, and that was kind of, like, the first taste of it, and I think Catalina is going to grow into her own a lot, and I'm so excited for this. It's called Sapphire Flames, and it's Hidden Legacy Number 4 by Alona Andrews. So, the last book I'm going to talk about tonight is The Doll Factory
3: by Ooh. Elizabeth McNeil, and it comes out on August 13th. So, this book is primarily about a woman named Iris. So, Iris is an up and coming artist, and she works with her twin in cool. a doll making factory. Twins. And her job is to paint the faces of dolls. Which, when I told my husband this, because I've run over it with him, he said it was creepy because he it finds is dolls
0: very creepy. creepy.
3: <laughs> so, um, so thinking about that just made me laugh because of this whole idea that this is actually a psychological thriller. At Ew. least it seems to be. So, Iris gets to meet this. Um, artist and his name is louis frost and louis has asked iris to be a model for him and so Mm. iris says yes i will be your your model but i need you to teach me how to paint because i would like to know more about art and actually get into being an artist not just kind of being on the fringes so their relationship starts to develop well, one evening she is at um, i think it's called Hyde Park and um, sorry, yeah Hyde Park, and she is at the great Exhibition opening, and I kind of forgot to say, but this is a victorian era book, and it um, is happening in London in eighteen fifty and it's happening at a time when the Great Exhibition is being put out. And while there, Iris meets this man, at least he remembers her, but she kind of, she meets him, but she really kind of forgets about him right away. And this guy's name is Silas. And Silas is a collector or a, as well as being a taxidermist at um as a job creepy i know (laughs) so silas is becomes very obsessed with iris and he remembers iris and he decides that she is going to be his and he feels in his mind anyway that iris feels the same way about him that they need to be together so no matter what iris thinks that silas is going to have her And they don't really tell you much more other than it's a story of obsession and um, darkness. So this book is called The Doll Factory. And it happens to be a debut novel by Elizabeth McNeil. And it comes out on August 13th.
2: The final book that I'm excited about actually comes out on August 6th. And I, I, again, it's a book that I've been excited about for several months now and it's called the right swipe by Alicia Rye. And it's, it's a book about dating apps. And I love like, you know, I met my husband online mm-hmm. and I, I'm a huge fan of like online dating, but you know, I, I met him before the era of, um, of, of dating apps where you swipe right or left. But um, in this book we have, <laughs> Basically, we have Rianne and Samson who are competing. Rianne, and I know, I thought Shannon would like that name. Ooh, um,
0: nice.
2: we, we, these two people are competing in like, a, like competitive um, dating apps. Um, d- they have competitive dating apps. And so they don't okay. get along so well in business, but they certainly get along very well in the bedroom. And so a few months ago, and, and so, you know, Rhiannon's dating app sounds like it's a bit more cynical and, you know, she has very firm rules, like, you know, with just, just some very firm rules about how to ditch a guy if he doesn't meet her standards. And um, Samson is a pro football player who kind of hurt her in the past. And so the two of them together have to figure out how to kind of form an alliance for reasons that I'm unclear about. But um, it looks like it's going to be delightful. And it's the first book in her Modern Love series. And, again, the name of the book is uh, The Right Swipe by Alicia Rye. And it's Modern Love Book One. And, again, anything about, like, online dating or, like, dating app stuff is completely fabulous in my book. So I'm very excited to read it. And, again, it comes out on August 6th.
5: Um, Of Ice and Shadows is book two of of Fire and Stars by Audrey Colthurst, Um, and it comes out on August 13th, and this book two of the series, um, Dina is magical, and she is traveling to a dangerous place where there is a queen who is not all she is made out to be. And Dina needs to learn to control her magic, um, and she ends up being trained by the queen. Um, she um, really all Dina wants, though, is is to be with Mara, the the girl she loves, even though she's betrothed. To a prince, um, and that's that's one thing that I that caught my eye about this book is it's not your traditional um, hero heroine story. It's heroine and heroine. Um, you have one that is magical and having to figure out how to control this magic and you have the other girl who's trying to be an ambas- ambassador for her, her village and they just want to be together and not have to deal with any of this. Um, but they work together to figure it all out. Um, and I'm just, I, I really want to see where their relationship goes and how all of that works out. And so I'm really excited for this, this book to come out on 8.13. And once again, that is of ice and shadow um, of, of fire and stars book two by Audrey Colthurst.
6: So the third book I'm going to talk about, I talked about this author in July and probably even in June. And I don't know, you know, what's going on with her? If, you know, she writes a bunch of books maybe the year before and then releases (laughs) them later. they all get published in a row? (laughs) Yeah. Or or she's another Nora Roberts because she's not one of these authors that publishes every 90 days and it's like really short books. Her books are always pretty meaty and done well and things. But she's coming out with another book, Anna Aguirre. And the book is called The Third Mrs. Durst. And I mean, a book that where the synopsis starts with some people just need killing is a book that I want to read. And if that makes me morbid, I guess I'm morbid. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) But this book is about Marlena Altizer Durst. I don't even know where these last names come from. And if I'm butchering them, I apologize. And she lives in her husband's shadow. She basically tells her what to wear, what to do, where to go, how to be. Um, just everything I'm guessing the typical abu- abusive marriage kind of thing but and also if she disobeys you know there are consequences he has all the power and and thing what makes this I guess interesting is you know nobody would ever believe her he set it up in such a way where they would just never believe that she's going through this so you're like okay well just another thriller about an abusive marriage wow but no That's what's interesting because you see how the title says the third mrs durst so she's not getting out of this unless she disappears so who's she gonna kill him or herself Mm. because unless she flips the script and gets away with murder she's gonna end up like his other two wives and i'm just very interested to see what that means and so I, as soon as this book comes out on August 8th, I will be one of the first ones to grab it. This is The Third Mrs. Durst by Anna Girre. And man, all the books I talked about today, I just want them now.
0: All right. So that does it for us this evening. I want to say thank you to all of the women of Book Bistro, who I'm not going to name again because it's kind of a lot of names. But anyway, thank you all so much for sharing some of the books that you're looking forward to. Thanks goes out to Christine for the fantastic editing that she does on all of these episodes. We appreciate it so very much. And of course, thanks to all of you who have joined us for Book Bistro